Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 10, 10, 9, 9, 8, 8, 8, 7, 7, 6, 5, 5, 4, 4, 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is finally Friday, June 2nd, 5.30. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Weekend arrived a little early for those of us who had Monday off and just uh, get, it's just so light outside. I can't get over it. When I drive in, it's like fully light, no headlights. And that's uh, that's summer for you in Las Vegas, I guess. It's a trip too. So used to the wintertime, always, you know, getting up when it's dark outside, driving in when it's dark outside, dark out earlier. Even last night, it was like uh, close to eight o'clock. I'm like, nice. It's still light outside. You yeah. get so much more done when it's light outside. My seasonal depression vanishes all of a sudden. <laughs> it's absolutely <sighs> incredible. Life is great. How you doing this morning? Uh, good, good. I- actually, I'll be honest, uh, dealing with some horse issues right now. Laura just got to the barn about a half hour ago, and one of the horses is is uh, not doing well. So she was just texting me and calling me. So um, she's on the way to the vet with the horse right now. So we'll see. Uh, you know, everything everything's going to be everything, putting out. Everything's going to be fine. But she's dealing with a couple things right now over at the ranch. Oh man, that's not good. I'm really sorry to hear about that. Dang, that, what a way to wake up on a Friday morning. Yeah, I, I get here and there's four messages from my wife, and that's how she does send text messages. It's like the multiple messages. So I've gotten used to seeing that. And um, but you open it up and you realize it's it's a chain of bad things that's happening so the horse is is colicking right now so they'll get you know hopefully get to the bed and get things situated but she's sending me messages and she literally called me like a minute before the show started because they got the horse on the trailer and taking the horse to the vet right now so she's giving me the updates like uh when you take a horse to a vet it's mm-hmm. not like your normal vet that you go to is it like uh, at an office and i mean i i'm not trying to be funny but no. like obviously you can't bring it into the lobby and wait for them to call you how does that work for a horse vet you were all sitting in the lobby with our horses yeah, oh, like, how are you, are you next come on, Get out of the car. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> they do have a, there's like a nice waiting area. You walk in and check in, but you pull the trailers around back and there's there's stalls. There's almost like um, veterinarian stalls. So there's, they have like 15 stalls at the place we go to. And you, you show the, they'll pull the horse up. They'll take the horse around back and they'll walk the horse into one of the stalls where it's crazy seeing a horse hooked up to an IV and they actually have a surgery room back there. And I've seen all this stuff. It's crazy, this stuff they do, but it's just everything's just on a, on a bigger scale for a horse. Oh man, that's, uh, well, I'm sending out good vibes. We all are hoping everything goes okay. So, yeah. Um, well, I'm 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 sorry that's going. On I know. Right How are you doing? I want to hear about you. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I, going I, on your world. Last night, um, we watched the the Heat Nuggets game and uh, the Nuggets ones, which was great. Um, my sister and my brother. I've, ta- I've talked about this before. They have a bunch of season tickets to the Nuggets. Like they are diehards. And so my husband was texting my brother in law last night, like, "Where are you guys sitting?" And they always sit 
if it's not courtside, it's the row behind courtside. Like mm-hmm. they, it's just ridiculous the seats they have. And he writes back, "Let me show you." He sends a picture, and it's Russell Wilson sitting like three seats away from no him. No way! I'm like, are you kidding me, <laughs> braggers? <laughs> and, but Matt's like, why well, ask? I'm like, oh man! And it's just so funny. There was a uh, Peyton Manning was there. Um, a bunch of old Nuggets were there. Uh, it was just, yeah, they were. We were getting the. Uh, we were we were living vicariously through them, um, and it was a it was a win, so it was a really good game. Could you see them watching the game? Like you knew where they're sitting. Could we you see were them on looking. Camera? I couldn't find them, but I wasn't I wasn't really looking that hard. I just know that they always have good seats. So it's like why why do this to myself? Why do this to myself? <laughs> the last time I watched a full Sixers game was because of you, and it was like Christmas time years ago. But it was it was uh, Sixers were in Denver for a game, and Andrew got you guys tickets, and you guys were sitting. Either, it was either courtside or the second row, but I could see you during the entire game so because of that i watched the entire sixers game start to finish yeah we were right behind the sixers bench um and one of the players i'm spacing it his name started with an e i can't remember um he left his socks right underneath his chair and they left and so the game was over and i'm looking at him and i look at him and i'm like do you think i mean what are they gonna do with them and he's like grab them i'm like oh man so I just reach under and I grab them and I kind of stuff them in my bag. And later we're taking the the light rail back to where we parked our car. And I just send out a tweet and I tagged him in it. I was like, hey, I found your socks. And there was a picture of me holding his socks. And he wrote back, I want those back. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I'm sure he was yeah. joking around. Uh-huh. But I was like, oh, my gosh, he responded to me. I did not expect that. He's in the locker room. Like, wait, where are my socks? Uh, oh, my, I must be out in the court. Wait, I got no socks now. I still have those socks. I still have them. That's yeah. Great. It's, it's in with our sports collection. So, yeah, that was kind of funny. Um, but let's uh, get, get things going this morning. We're so excited to uh, to do the show here for you guys. And so let's get things started with the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to do Fade Into You by Mazzy Star? More money, more problems by Notorious B.I.G. Or do you want to hear There You Go by Pink? choices get your votes in right now all you have to do is vote on our facebook page you can also tweet us at mercedes in the am or call or text us 702-364-9400 we're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 mix 94.1 coming 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 up you're gonna want to hear this we have more to come on the pre-show this morning on the way next we have the daily dirt even celebrities get in trouble with their parents find out what jenna ortega did to set off her mom details in about five minutes and the votes are in there you go by pink is the pre-show you pick them you choose the music you pick it we play it awesome it's the mercedes in the morning pre-show you pick them mix 94.1 Are true, yeah. 
It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. 20-year-old Jenna Ortega from Wednesday got outed as a smoker last week when a video went viral of her puffing on a cigarette. The thing is, Jenna's mom is a nurse, and she wasn't happy about this. So she went on the offensive, posting more than a dozen anti-smoking memes on her Instagram story. They included a picture of Gollum from Lord of the Rings with the caption, Don't believe those lies about cigarettes being bad for you. I've been smoking for most of my 21 years, and I feel great. Hmm, she's not a fan. (laughs) No, mom's not happy with her daughter smoking. Yeah, I mean, it's funny that though that she's coming uh, at her publicly. Right? Yeah, exactly. Instead I, of just calling her, instead like, of going, "What are you doing?" Uh huh. So there's some drama with 83 year old Al Pacino and the soon to be mother of his child. We talked about the fact that he's going to be a dad here at 83 earlier in the week, but it sounds like Al didn't exactly celebrate when he found out that his 29 year old girlfriend was having his baby. In fact, he demanded a prenatal DNA test. So sources say that Al did not want more kids, and nor that's his girlfriend even told him she couldn't conceive because of a thyroid problem. The source added that she knew Al didn't want to have more kids. They have no relationship. It's a mess. Apparently, nor she made her way into Al's life before the pandemic and by she did that by becoming close to his 22-year-old daughter. So the relationship was basically over for more than a year. Then they kind of reconnected and that's when she got pregnant and I guess he's not happy. Well, I mean, accidents happen and that should be something that you take into account when you're going to have that kind of a relationship so just take the preparations necessary that is a very good point you know? al pacino at 83 you need to be careful as yeah. well whether you're you're 23 or 83 you need to be careful al pacino nearly 30 years after its release the music video for no doubt's song don't speak it just hit 1 billion views on youtube the song that in my mind epitomizes the 90s i just when i think 90s i think this song takes you right back to yeah middle of the decade so this is the band's first video to hit a billion views and it's one of less than 20 videos released in the 90s to enter the billion views club so it's in a, an elite category love it. One of my favorites. Let's talk about Sam Smith. So Sam Smith kicked off Pride Month by releasing a cover of Christina Aguilera's song Beautiful. So here is the original from Christina. I am beautiful no matter what they say words can bring me down And then here's Sam Smith's cover. I am beautiful no matter what they say words Is it nice? Yeah, it's so good. Let's talk about what's happening this weekend. First off, movies, the two big movies, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is out. And then The Boogeyman. This is a movie based on the 1973 short story by Stephen King. Uh, on TV, The Idol. This is the one with The weekend. That's out on HBO this weekend. It premieres on Sunday. I've heard some mixed reviews on it, honestly. it's. Uh, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing it, uh, but I've not seeing great stuff. Same. There have been some stories about stuff on set and just the whole thing. So Sunday on HBO. And then let's talk sports. First off, the defending WNBA champions, the ladies who are 4-0. They've got a game tonight. They're in Atlanta. 
And the then, Aces. Right? What did I say? Oh, you just didn't say. You oh. said the defending WNBA champion. Oh, that's us. Just for those of you that <laughs> yes. don't know, he's referring to the Aces. Those are our Aces, yes. <laughs> They're 4-0, by the way. The strong start for the ladies. And then tomorrow night, it's game one of the Stanley Cup Finals. That game starts tomorrow night at 5 o'clock. T-Mobile Arena, Florida Panthers, Vegas Golden Knights. If you're not going to the game, you can watch it tomorrow on TNT. Man, that's going to be exciting. Uh, hopefully, they come away with uh, the win because always that first win just kind Kind of gives you that you got got past that first one. You can exhale, and, and if you lose, it doesn't mean it's over. But it's it's always nice to grab that first one. Mm-hmm. Start start strong. Game two is Monday, by the way, and then and then back to the NBA. Game two of the NBA Finals: Denver Nuggets, Miami Heat. Denver leads the series uh, one to nothing going into the weekend. So game two is Sunday at five o'clock on ABC. So we'll have more dirt coming up in the seven o'clock hour, right around seven fifteen. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1852. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Good morning. Welcome to the show. It's Friday, finally, June 2nd, 6 o'clock in the morning. Thank you so much for joining us as we get ready to kick off the weekend. It's National Donut Day, so just be prepared for Donut uh, overload. I'm wondering if anyone's going to bring some by the station today. Well, we normally get some kind of drop-off here on National Donut Day. There's so many great donut spots here in, in town as well. I thought about stopping by uh, one of the donut shops and bringing some for you guys, but then I was like, eh, I don't know. Will you guys eat them? Would you guys eat donuts if I brought donuts in? Uh, I'd probably have one. Yeah, well, I don't expect you to eat all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have seven. <laughs> Steph, we had uh, Pink Box brought uh, donuts for Steph on her birthday, and those things were huge, and and uh, I had one after the show. It was delicious. They have... Um, um, a new donut that I think they're debuting today called the Dosicle. And it, it's a donut like on a stick. It looks like a popsicle. <laughs> it looks cool. I want to try and they're one. they're doing it today? Yeah, I think so. Today or maybe they did on yesterday on June 1st. But yeah, the, <laughs> I want to try the Dosicle. It looks kind of cool. It's like a hot dog on a stick almost kind of deal? Kind of, but and it looks like an actual popsicle. Oh, it does? Yeah, it looks like a popsicle and it's on a stick and then you, you eat it and it's it's a donut. It, it looks really, really cool. What were those BTS donuts we had? Those were, those were out of this world. Those were from St. Honoré. And uh, she made a banana milk donut because J- uh, Jungkook loves banana milk. He loves to drink it. So she made it inspired. I was actually going to reach out to her, um, Alexandra, and uh, suggest she bring them back because Festa is coming up for BTS. I'm like, this is the perfect time for you to bring back the BTS donut. I need to do that. I need to send her a message on that. And those donuts were so good, too. Yeah, those mm-hmm. were really good. Have you ever have you ever met someone for the first time and then they say something and you know immediately that you're probably not going to get along with them or <laughs> you're not you don't like them very much and like this is why first impressions are so important i met someone yesterday uh and it was someone through a friend it was it was like a it wasn't a work thing but it was related to work that's how we all got hooked up and so um i had a little meeting with them and so the person who set it up i know very well and she invites me um to, to meet someone else that's involved in this project they want to get done and right off the bat Right off the bat, I like I went in with a good attitude, but then she said something and it just really rubbed me the wrong way. And and maybe I'm maybe I'm overreacting. But so we, she's my friends introducing us. Mercedes, this is um Sally. Sally, this is Mercedes. And I'm like, oh, hi. Nice to meet you. And she's like, hi. And it, right. Just the tone of the high was kind of like, mm. I'm like, nope, maybe it was just me. And then she she kind of stops and she looks me up and down and she goes, 
Um, I'm not saying this to be rude, but and as soon as she said that, oh. I was like, oh, I don't like this this lady. I don't like her at all. Um, she goes, I'm not saying this to be rude, but is your purse supposed to look like that? And I'm like, what the heck's wrong with my purse? And so my purse is black, but it has like these logos and they're big all over it. I mean, that's the style. Mm-hmm. Of it. It's just they're big. I mean, have you seen my purse? Yeah. It's like. What does she mean? It's a cool looking purse. Is it supposed? I guess these logos are too big for her liking. Like it's not supposed to. You bought it that way. It looks cool. Yeah, I loved it. It's really cool. I got this purse when I went to Paris. This is what I call my Paris purse. (laughs) And I'm like, and I I look down at it, and I'm like, uh, yeah, it came that way. She goes, oh, it's just really loud. Like, wow, this meeting's gonna be fun. So I, I text my husband. I'm like. Hey, I'm saying this early because I know they're not up right now, but uh-huh. um, I text my husband and I'm like, hey, can you call me and give me a reason that I got to come home? <laughs> <laughs> so like five minutes later, my phone rings. I'm like, hello? And he's like, hi, this is your fake phone call. I'm like, yeah. Oh my, I'll be right there. <laughs> so I got out of the meeting early. Well, as soon as they started with, I don't mean to be rude. Oh. Well, then don't be. Don't, don't, don't be. You're, you're going to be rude, so don't say it. So. Oh, I, was, I knew immediately this is not going to go well. <laughs> oh my gosh. As soon as they say that, that phrase Ugh. or if they say no offense uh-huh. but it's like i'm probably gonna take offense <laughs> to it but okay but offense will be taken so yes. don't say it just <laughs> shut your mouth right now hey on today's show there's tickets for you to go see david spade nikki glazer we have them in the eight o'clock hour right around 8 25 and then up next is what's trending we have for us. some of the biggest names in music are also the biggest names in business what singers top the forbes richest self-made women list the word that crowned the new scripts national spelling bee champion last night and this sesame street character has their own ice cream flavor that you will want to run not walk to try all of that is coming up next in what's trending Mercedes in the mornings what's trending is on mix 94.1 we have rihanna Beyonce and Taylor Swift all trending this morning. Why? Well, the ladies are not only killing it in music, but they're also showing their business sense too. The three music titans are part of this year's Forbes at, uh, Forbes America richest self-made women's list and Rihanna was the highest ranking of the three. She landed at number 20 with a self-made score of 10 and an estimated net worth of $1.4 billion. Uh, They attribute that not just to her success in music but also her Fenty Cosmetics line, her Savage by Fenty lingerie line. She's got her hands in everything. They um, Coming in at number two was Taylor Swift. She was actually she was at number 34 on the list but the number two singer. Her net worth is $749 million, much of which comes from her record-breaking music sales, her tour ticket demand. And then Beyonce landed at number 48 with an estimated net worth of $540 million. The highest-ranking self-made woman, according to Forbes, is Diane Hendricks, who is the co-founder of ABC Supply. Her net worth? 
$15 billion. Get it, Diane. That is nice. You know those numbers for Taylor Swift and Beyonce are going to skyrocket by year's end once their tours are over and they start tallying all the money they made off their huge tours. They're yeah. going to move up even higher next year. It really, yeah, it's just going to go up. And, and to say, oh, you know, D- Diane is at $15 billion net worth and Beyonce is at seven hundred four. Only seven hundred four. Yeah, step it up, oh, Beyonce. Come on. I, what are you doing? Sitting on your butt. Let's just, <laughs> let's get going. That's awesome. I mean, I mean, that's cool to see people thriving like that. That's good stuff. Yeah. Also this morning, Spelling Bee is trending. So last night were, were the finals of the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Did you watch? I did not. I missed it. No. I was actually going back between that and uh, the uh, the basketball uh-huh. game last night. I'm trying to get, do we have audio here? Because I can. My, yeah, we my do. Uh, I've frozen. got it. I'm going to hit it. The far okay, right there. Yeah, you're going to have to hit it because my screen is frozen. So um, a new Spelling Bee championship was crowned and it was Deb Shaw from Largo, Florida, who won after spelling the word Samophile correctly. Uh, here is how that all went down. Samophile. Samophile. P-S-A-M-M-O-P-H-I-L-E. Samophile. That is correct. Whoa. Goosebumps when they when they win. It's so cute. He beat out Charlotte Walsh from Virginia, who spelled the word Davila Davila uh, incorrectly. It was. Do you know how to spell Davil? Davila. Well, by the way, that winning word, this Samophile. I'm like S A M O F I L E. Samophile. Silent P. That. Why? Why even have it? Nevada had two students competing: Serena Ali, who was a seventh grader at Omar Haikal Islamic Academy, and Aaron Feliciano from Saint Viator Parish School. They were both eliminated in earlier rounds, but just to make it there, that's pretty impressive. Huge. Good for them. Finally, this morning, Baskin Robbins is trending. I'm gonna do my best impression here cookies (laughs) now you can channel your inner cookie monster with their new cookie monster ice cream it features a mix of chocolate sandwich cookie pieces and chocolate chip cookie pieces with a cookie dough battered flavored swirl okay i don't eat blue foods i don't but when i saw this ice cream i'm like hmm I can make an exception because it's not overly blue. It's like light blue. Okay. It's, it looked, oh, it looks really good. So it's their June flavor of the month. And uh, I guess people are saying it's one of the best flavors they've ever had at Baskin Robbins. So that's why it's trending. It is limited time. So you want to grab it while you can. And that's what's trending. Mercedes, it was, it was a very small amount of money, but I felt like I found like a, a treasure yesterday. It was after the show, and I, I like to go to Sprouts as one of the grocery stores that I go to. I normally go to the one on West Sahara, but there's one half mile from the radio station right here at Warm Springs and Rainbow. And so I left the radio station, went to that Sprouts after the show, and pulled in the parking lot, got out of my car, and I see something on the ground. I'm like, what is that? Is that trash? What is that? And as I get closer, it's money. I'm like, ooh, what do we got here? I pick it up, $3. Pulled in the parking lot of Sprouts, and I found myself $3. Now, I picked it up, and I looked around. Is anybody close by? Did someone drop this money and look around? No one around? Woo-hoo. Money in my pocket. Score. Big victory yesterday. $3. Yes. Three whole dollars. Ooh. I mean, we were just talking about the um, self-made women mm-hmm. out there, and they got nothing on you with your $3. Yeah. Do I make that list now? $3. Oh, wow. <laughs> and you, you know what I did, too? Just So I went in there, got my groceries, and as I'm going up to pay... 
Uh, the total was like forty dollars or something like that. And I said, "Oh, I'd like to give you this." And I gave the lady the three dollars. So she applied the three dollars, and then I charged the thirty-seven dollars on my credit card. Oh my god! Used it. And meanwhile, the person in the next aisle uh, is trying to make their purchase of a kombucha, and they're like, "Where'd my three dollars go? <laughs> what happened? Oh my gosh!" <laughs> sliding door moment. And they're like, oh, "Wait a second! I had, I had no. Oh my gosh! I've dropped my money." You said you looked around to see if like there was a person nearby. Uh, that happened to me once, but it was a $100 bill that I found. It was in the fashion show mall. I was walking. Um, it was the side of the mall where Dillard's is. And I was on the upper level and Matt and I were just walking and I see something on the ground. Same thing. And I'm like, what is that? And I pick it up and it's a hundred dollar mm-hmm. bill. And I'm just same thing. I look around. I'm like, is that, there's like literally no one there. Then I think, I'm on one of those TV shows that's like, what would you do? You know, with John Quinones coming out and telling me like, you, we were watching you. Yes. And I'm like, oh gosh, this is a test of my, you know, morality. And what do I do here? So I kind of walk around holding it and I'm like, "Uh," and Matt's like, you could turn it in, but that person's just going (laughs) to, what are they going to do? They're going to keep it. So I kept it. And then I felt so guilty. And so the following weekend, he and I, it was right around the holidays. He and I decided to go to Target and buy a bunch of toys for a toy drive <laughs> with that hundred dollars because I couldn't live with myself. I was like, oh, I just feel so guilty. Not me. I'd have been like, Nordstrom's, here I come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, brand new shirt. That's me in the chills. Ooh. I just get so paranoid about this. I have a bug bite on my arm. I don't know where it came from. It itches so bad. I It looks like a mosquito bite, but I, I feel like we don't have a ton of mosquitoes out here. So mm-hmm. that's why I felt it was kind of odd. And it takes me back to a few years ago. I think it was like five or six years ago. Uh, we went to Germany and we had a wonderful time. And the day we were leaving, I noticed a bug bite on my arm. And I was like, huh. Must have, we were walking through parks and stuff. I was like, oh, it's probably from that. Then I noticed a couple more next to it. Then on my other arm, I noticed like three in a row, like a dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, what is happening? Then they were all over my arms and on my chest. And I, I feel like I, I got bed bug, uh, bed bugs got me. I went to the doctor when I got back. He said, I, it could be that, but it also, were you at outdoors anywhere? It could be uh, you got attacked by chiggers. And I was like, uh, I think this is bed bugs. So when I got this bite, I started getting paranoid. I checked my bed. I, I checked the kids' beds. <laughs> I'm like, oh, gosh, please don't let it be that. Now, it's only the one. I haven't gotten any more since. But do you get paranoid about anything like that? I, yeah, not bug bites, but I can see how your paranoia would kick in, too, especially if you're on a plane and it starts with one bite, and next thing you know, there's two, three, four, and your body is covered. Your mind would go there. Mine, it's, it's a weird one, and it's with, like, a leak in your pipes in your house, because I had a buddy of mine, a few years back, he left town, and there was a small leak in his washing machine, and he, he wasn't in town, so he didn't, he didn't know about it, and he got back, and there was just, there was water everywhere, so much water damage oh. that he had to move out of his house as they went in and fixed everything and, and dried everything. It was just an entire thing. So I get this. I have this fear of anytime I leave the house to make sure that there is not some kind of leak. Or if I'm on vacation, I'm like, oh, please don't tell me there's a leak, some kind of drip or something inside the house that's just causing massive damage because you're not there to see it. I don't want to cause more paranoia, but we had a leak in our dishwasher and we got mold. I remember you saying that like three houses, two houses ago. Yeah, um, we didn't realize it. Uh, 
until we had the dishwasher guy come to fix it because something was wrong. He goes, oh, uh, I got to go. You have mold. And I was like, what? He's like, I got to go. Oh, he leaves? Yeah, he left. He was like, come out of here. Goes <laughs> running out of the house. I'm like, well, I'm not dealing with this. Sorry. Wow. Uh, all right. Hot three is coming up next. What do you have for all us? All right. We're going to talk about a new study that finds that these people get more time off work each year. Who are they? Also, if you reveal that you have this kind of a diet, are you perceived as less suitable for jobs? And uh, we're going to talk about uh, a, a new or a, another stupid criminal who escaped from jail um, but was caught when he tried to do this. It's all coming up next in a Hot 3. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. You don't see as many people smoking as you used to, don't you think? Yeah, hardly ever, That's actually. It's not as common. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time I saw a smoker. Well, actually, yes, it was that picture of Jenna Ortega smoking, it's which true. you talk, yeah, talk about. Yeah, mom's upset about that. Um, so this new study has found that smokers are getting an extra week off from work per year due to their habit of heading outside for a smoke. There's data from the National um, Office for National Statistics, and it shows that 52% of smokers step away from work for a cigarette or a vape several times per day of those surveyed they spend about 20 minutes outside now it doesn't really sound like that big of a deal right if but if you tally all that time together it chalks up to quite an extended period away from your desk after crunching the numbers all that back-to-back equates to roughly 39 hours on cigarette breaks the entire year break that down into work days and smokers are getting six extra days off of work per year all because of of their smoking habit about 6.6 million people um in the country smoke or vape so that's a lot of extra leave uh gen z they say smokes the most followed by the baby boomers the millennials um, and the millennials smoking the least of the demographics. This was one of my biggest frustrations when I worked at the at that rental car place because we were allowed a 30-minute lunch break, and then you had one 15-minute break that you could take at any point. Hey, I'm taking my 15 and go do whatever. But if you smoked, you can go out back and smoke anytime you wanted to as often as you want. So many of my coworkers would smoke, and they'll be like, I'm going to go smoke real fast. And they'd be gone for like four or five minutes, and then they'd come back, and then maybe an hour later, I'm going to catch a smoke. And I finally get to the point where I said to my boss, I'm like, I'm going to get a fresh air break. If everyone can leave here and go outside for five minutes as often as they want to smoke a cigarette, then us non-smokers should be allowed to step outside and just step away from things for a couple minutes. It wasn't fair. I had this, uh, I had a job too, and it was very similar to that. Um, good for you for speaking up, by the way, because I did not speak up. Uh, one of my coworkers, when I worked at the department store, she smoked. And so they were very strict about your breaks. For us, if you worked like a an eight-hour shift, you got one hour-long break and two 15-minute breaks. And and they monitored that to the T. So I remember one day I came back um, from one of my 15-minute breaks. I was literally like two minutes late. I, it was like 17 minutes. And it's because I had to walk all the way from downstairs up. I just went and sat outside. So my coworker, she does the same thing. She goes out for her um 15-minute break. She comes back 15 minutes later, but then she says, I'm going to run out for a smoke. So I got in trouble for being back two minutes late from mine, but then she came back from hers on time, but then went back out 
and ended up smoking for another 10 minutes. <laughs> it's not, it's just not fair. I know. I was, I, I was so upset, but I didn't say anything like you. So good for you. Were they cool with that? Yeah. Well, he's like, I, I remember the manager's name was Don. He's like, uh, okay, sure. <laughs> like, like, like I was ask, asking for something weird and he was a smoker too. He's outside smoking. Sure, man. Whatever oh, you want to do. Also this morning, revealing that you are vegan can hurt your job prospects, especially if the job is perceived as a quote-unquote more masculine job. Uh, They did this study, and they found that more conservative countries in Europe, like they did this in Europe regarding uh, veganism, they just looked at it as a different way of life. Vegan candidates were rated as less suitable for jobs, stereotypically associated with masculinity, like a CEO, a construction worker. Um, and it was more suitable for jobs stereotypically associated with femininity, like a kindergarten teacher um, or a nurse. The effect was stronger for male candidates than for female candidates. Also, vegan candidates were perceived as less competent than non-vegan candidates. Gender also affected how the candidates were perceived. Female candidates were rated as more suitable for feminine jobs than male candidates. That one, I mean, the, the stereotypes are kicking in, but I never thought that your diet preferences would have an effect on whether or not you could do a job. They expect you have the uh, steak and potatoes for lunch? Yeah, I mean, come Full on. Full belly, oh. Like, are they monitoring this? Or do they ask you in the job interview, what do you typically have for lunch? Or, you know, I, uh, that just seems a little ridiculous to me. Watching your social media, looking at your Instagram, oh my gosh, he's a vegan. He must not be qualified yeah, for this job. Yeah, you better archive those posts if you're looking for a job <laughs> and you talk about your uh, preference when it comes to diet. Uh, finally, this morning on Tuesday, an inmate in Ohio somehow escaped from custody while he was being transported to a doctor's appointment, but he was captured the next day thanks to a tip from a McDonald's employee. Uh, This guy rode up to the McDonald's on a bike and asked for something off the dollar menu. The employee told him that they haven't had the dollar menu for years and the guy took off. I mean, how are you supposed to know that when you're in the clink, right? Uh, The employee said that the guy seemed out of touch and that's when he remembered hearing about the escaped inmate and contacted the police. They were able to catch up with him soon afterward. Now, the guy was not a huge threat. He's mostly a drug trafficker and as assuming as it is to think of him as being behind bars for 20 years and just now getting out. He was actually just arrested in April. So he he just apparently hadn't been to a McDonald's in a while. <laughs> or maybe he only had $1. Who knows? A lot of things come out. Like it change when you come out of prison. Yeah. Oh, the dollar menu's not here. But it's only in April. So I don't know how much changed from <laughs> April to today. But Good point. We will be live. Our 7 a.m. social club. We'll start that in about three minutes. We'll be live on Facebook and YouTube for the entire hour. Just search Mercedes in the morning. And that starts in three minutes. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I've heard the term before, but I don't really understand what it is. The term is dry socket. What? What? Is, well, first of all, I'm echoing. Is that on your end? Uh, you turned oh. down. You turned down. Oh, my ears just. Yeah, I could hear that. But yeah. you turn down in here, though. Yeah, am I good? Okay. Steph is... We're on the 7 a.m. social club right now. So is it better now? Check it out. Now it's better. On I th- she muted my mic. I'm going to... Steph did. I'm going to redo it. Oh, there. It's gone. Hello, oh. hello? Yeah. So okay. we're on the 7 a.m. social club. <laughs> if you want to say hi and join us, we're live streaming the show on YouTube and on Facebook. So what I was saying, I have heard the term before. I've been warned about the term before, but I never knew really what it is and that term is dry socket and it seems that someone you know has been affected by dry socket what what is it yeah i was talking to my mom i does anyone can anyone tell us what dry socket is because my mom was trying to explain what it is last night my brother had four wisdom teeth removed a few weeks ago and uh, he was supposed to have two and they did an x-ray and they said well these other two might be an issue so we should do all four he's like fine just do it so they took all four out some other dental work done and um he was starting to get some pain in that area and it turns out he has dry socket and he had to go back into the dentist on this was yesterday thursday on wednesday went to the dentist and he was talking to my mom afterwards and he told my mom this is the absolute worst pain that i have ever been and my brother was hit by a car when he was 15. This is the worst pain he's ever been, experiencing dry socket with his teeth. I don't know. Is it the the sockets are drying out and it's an infection? Because my mom said they were, my brother was explaining, they were doing something, with, they're down there scraping stuff off. So I don't know if they're scraping skin off in the infected area or what they're doing, but he called it the worst pain he's ever been in. I remember when I got um, my wisdom teeth pulled or, or some other dental procedure. I can't remember what it was, but they told me never not to drink out of a straw for the next two weeks because that will you could possibly get dry socket from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just we're getting some text here. This one says uh, dry socket is when you have a dry hole from having a tooth pulled. The hole is open and not healed. Basically, it has no blood and it's not scabbed over anymore. So there's nothing covering the wound. (laughs) And Michelle says a dry socket is when the blood clot doesn't form over the hole from the pulled tooth. It sucks. Yeah, it doesn't sound very fun. But to say that's the worst pain he's ever been in, it's got to be pretty brutal because you were his brother after all. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> he's like, oh, actually, hold on one second, Mom. <laughs> Being JC's younger brother, yeah, well, dry I mean, socket, you, you tortured and, and, him, and then didn't get hit by a car. You, and, you and you loving. cuffed him. Yeah, you did time. all these things. You beat him up, and so I never, I, I never let the guy. I don't mean like the emotional pain that it was being your brother. I think you were probably a fun brother. I just think that you did torture him at times. He's listening to pains. Oh uh, yeah, being JC's brother, dry socket, getting hit by the car. That's number three. What was the worst pain? You have ever been in, and I'm sure probably getting hit by the car was a lot worse for him. But this was what he was telling my mom. But what was the worst pain that you have ever experienced? What was it? Think oh. about it. Like the worst buckling over pain. Oh man, I'm trying to think. It was either a kidney infection I had once, or recently, um, recently I had a bad infection that my husband made me go to the emergency room for. It was a it was a bladder infection and. I didn't want not want to go. I did not want to go. And I was I had a fever. I was I couldn't move. And finally, I went to stand up and I just I just collapsed. He's like, we're going. That's Mm -hmm. it. And when we got there and you know what he does? And I just got this recently. He I I asked him to airdrop me a bunch of photos that he had taken at something. And in those photos, he took a picture of me in the emergency room, laid out on the the bed. And I'm like, what is this? He's like, I took a picture of you when I was in there. Just for memories. I don't know if I can find it. It's the worst (laughs) picture. I was so embarrassed. So I would have to say it was something like that. What about you? Uh, You know, I was in that car accident when I was 16. And in that car accident, I shattered my knuckles. Uh, I broke all the, the bones in uh, on my left foot, uh, all the toes. And, but the worst pain, that was a lot of pain. I had surgery on my knuckles and everything. But the worst pain from that was I had a hairline fracture on my hip. And there's nothing they could do about it. It was just a hairline. It would heal on its own, and it did. But that Mercedes, I couldn't even move because of that. And the accident happened on a Tuesday. And we had a big football game, the final football game on a Thursday. And I went to that football game. I was in a wheelchair. Oh, my gosh. I was drugged up. And I remember my parents, like, lifting me up and putting me in the car. My dad driving over so slowly. Get out. They had a wheelchair waiting for me. Slowly getting the wheelchair. One of my teammates wheeled me, Mercedes, as slow as possible onto the field. I'm there on the sidelines. I'm sitting there. People know, like, don't move him. He's in a lot of pain. Did they, did they all give you, like, a standing ovation or we, anything? We lost <laughs> the game. If we would have won, I think I would have. Because the coach <laughs> made a comment. Because my uh, buddy that was the dr- driving the car was still in the hospital. And you could see the hospital from the field. So a coach made a comment. He's like, you know, Tim is over there watching the game for the hospital. JC's here on the sidelines where he would normally be anyway, but he's in a wheelchair. But here's the thing, though. So like halfway through the game, Coach Zanetti comes over and he's like, Fernandez, get over here for a better view. And he just behind the wheelchair just starts pushing me. Dun, 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 dun. I'm like, ah, 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 coach, stop. Oh, my God. It was the worst, the it, worst pain. Yeah, I, ugh, that gives me the goosebumps. Someone, someone just texted. It says, and by the way, I found the picture. So if you have enjoyed the 7 a.m. social, I'll show it in a minute. That's nice. all only way you're going to see it, and it's hilarious, but someone just texted, I had gotten the second dose of the COVID shot, and I had to take a bus there and back, and I didn't schedule the buses right, so I was standing out in the sun to the point that I got a really bad sunburn, and it did something with the COVID shot that make me made me wake up in the middle of the night screaming in pain. I had all the symptoms of COVID, basically. Yeah, I, I, don't, I think there was a thing with the sun that you were not supposed to do. <laughs> I just oh showed the picture God. of the You're Saturday social. <laughs> you, You're out cold. Why did you do 
Uh, <laughs> and I've got my red socks on. You imagine Al, Al, you Al cold. Imagine just like, ah, click. It's so embarrassing. Oh. I'm like, do not ever take a picture of me in the emergency room again. Yeah, please. that pops up in his photo memory. Still posted. Oh, it was on this day last year. I got this photo. Oh. Coming up here in the dirt, even celebrities get in trouble with their parents. Kind of touched on this last hour. Find out what Jenna Ortega did that just set her mom off. Details coming up here in just about 10 minutes. It's Mix 94.1. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. 20-year-old Jenna Ortega from Wednesday, she got outed as a smoker last week, and the video it went viral of her puffing on a cigarette. The thing is, so Jenna's mom is a nurse, and she was not happy about it. She went on the offensive, posting more than a dozen anti-smoking memes on her Instagram story. One even included a picture of Gollum from Lord of the Rings with the caption, Don't believe those lies about cigarettes being bad for you. I've been smoking for most of my 21 years, and I feel great. What's what's the problem? Come on, relax. Yeah, chill. (laughs) She's your daughter. She's 20. Uh, How angry would you be if you found out when your kids were smoking? I couldn't even contain my anger. <laughs> like, you just said it, and I just got I mad. saw the look. Like I, I got really I don't mad have any video now. proof. I'm just <laughs> hypothetically speaking. You know, it's funny because um, the, my oldest, she's is just finished her first year in college, and she is, like, the, the mom of the group. She doesn't drink. She doesn't smoke. She doesn't do a, a, that. But her friends do. And she gets so annoyed with them, like, about a half hour after they start doing that because she's just like, I'm going to take this one to the bathroom, okay? i got to make sure this one's drinking water. And she's like, it's so annoying. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm not dumb. I, I know that that's what college kids yeah. do. So if you do that, you know, you can tell me. And she's like... I hate the taste of alcohol, so I don't know. Wait till she tastes the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you're just drinking the bad yeah, stuff, yeah. we try to get the high end College, shelf. yeah. Uh, you ever that one friend too, like that smoker too? It's like going back and like the when bars we could smoke at bars and coming home and just reeking of cigarette smoke. It was the worst. It being your hair, your clothes were ruined for days. You had to wash them. What about when you would go out to eat and they'd say smoking or non-smoking section, and there was a you know the clear one, and then the other side which was like, what if I walk? <laughs> into i can't see you do they still have the smoking like area at the airport because yes. that people open up that door and it's like whoa we call that the death chamber oh my gosh and then when someone walks out and the doors slide open you can smell you're like ah it's like smoke they're coming out of fog yes nearly 30 years after its release the music video for no doubts signature hit don't speak uh talking about this one right here It just reached 1 billion views on YouTube. It's now one of less than 20 videos that released from the 90s that hit the billion view mark. That is huge. I just have the best memories of listening to this CD. It was, I just, uh, carefree days, you know? Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, that was such a good time. That song, the album came out in 95, but it was like 96. That song just took over MTV, took over the radio. Uh, Sam Smith kicked off Pride Month by releasing a cover of Christina Aguilera's Beautiful. So we all know Christina's version right here. I am beautiful no matter what they say Words can bring me down And then here is Sam Smith. I am beautiful, no matter what they say, words can bring me down. I really like yeah. it. I think it sounds great. 
Let's talk about what's happening this weekend. We're going to go see a movie. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is out. The Boogeyman. It's based on a Stephen King short story. That is out. Uh, sports. Game one of the Stanley Cup Finals. Florida Panthers. Vegas Golden Knights. T-Mobile Arena. Tomorrow night, the puck drops at 5 o'clock. If you're not going, you can watch the game on TNT. I don't I mean obviously I want the Golden Knights to win but you know how there's those teams where you're like I can't stand that team I don't feel that way about Florida I I, I actually like that team they seem nice and I, I still want them to lose but you know it, like if they're playing another team for the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. Be like, it, I feel it, like I would have more dislike for them than Florida. Totally get it. There was an interesting article in the RJ talking about the Vegas hate and why so many people don't like the Vegas Golden Knights. And they were saying how now that if you're not a Vegas Golden Knights fan, everyone's rooting for Florida to win if you're not a Vegas Golden Knights fan. And they said, the, the, they kind of listed the reasons why there's such this hatred for the team. And they say most who have a beef with Vegas claim it stems from the expansion draft. They say unfair draft rules allow the Knights to immediately create a championship team and not earn it the hard way like other NHL teams. They also listed the Marc-Andre Fleury release being as another reason people don't like the Vegas Golden Knights. And then they had some silly reasons why people are rooting against Vegas. One being, as as they said in the article, ugly golden helmets, and then the sweaters that sparkle. Okay, so the ugly golden helmets just came last year, so relax. Uh, two, how many of the original Golden Knights do we have on the team now? Like, I think there's like four or five of mm-hmm. the original misfits. So, you know, relax. I mean, uh, you know what? Go ahead. Hate, hate the team and their fans. We don't care. Hate all you want to hate. Yeah. Just do that. And the Vegas Golden Knights will do what they do tomorrow night. I just get mad when the when the commentators jump in on that. Yeah. That's where I feel you need to tone it down a notch. Tom Hanks admits there are movies that he made that he hates. Now, he didn't say which ones they are, but he did list his top three favorite movies. Do you have a favorite Tom Hanks movie? Um, you go back to his very first one with Splash. There's the Money Pit in the 80s. The Burbs. I liked... I mean, I like Forrest Gump. Um, was the astronaut one? Apollo? Apollo 13. 13 yeah. I thought that was good. I don't know. Why? What, what do you think he hates? Green Mile is in there. Oh, that was a good one. Right? Catch Me If You Can. I don't know which ones he would hate. Um, Turner and Hooch. I only ever saw that one. It was him and the dog, right? Yeah, Turner and Hooch. that might be it for Maybe me. Maybe <laughs> that one. Well, his top three, by the way, Tom Hanks' favorite movies, A League of Their Own. Oh, such a good movie. Castaway. I was a, I was so-so on that one. Will, there's Wilson, right? The volleyball? Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't care for the ending. And then Cloud Atlas was his third one. I don't think I ever saw Cloud Atlas. I never saw that one either. Okay, coming up next hour, there's tickets for you to go see David Spade, Nikki Glaser. We got him at 825. When you win, heads up. I've never seen it. It is the happiest place on earth. What am I talking about? Disneyland. Yes, I love Disneyland. We are planning a family trip out to Disneyland. Super excited to go out there. And uh, the one thing, though, about Disneyland when I go, and it's so weird. Do you have like something that will set off a traumatic or a sad moment? Like, Do you remember where you were when you heard really bad news I was in Disneyland when I heard that Whitney Houston died. We were at Disneyland and I th- I don't know if I checked social media or if it was on a TV that I saw, but I'll never forget we were sitting there. My mother-in-law drove down from Pasadena to see the girls. We were all sitting there talking, having some snacks, whatever. And I found out and I remember just 
getting this sick feeling in my stomach because like Whitney Houston was the first concert I went to as a kid. It was just like she was my icon. I loved her. And uh, when I heard that, I I was at Disneyland. So now whenever we go to Disneyland, the first thing I think of before, you know, let's run to Rise of the Resistance and get in line (laughs) is that that's where I found out that Whitney Houston passed away. It's crazy how those those certain moments you can just go back there so vividly, like you were there yesterday, yeah. remember where you were. So for Whitney Houston, I was doing a radio station remote, and we're at the district. And I remember uh, the AE, his name was Kirk, was there, and I just remember being there. Laura was there as well, and we're just kind of hanging out and doing a broadcast, and that's when the news, since we found out about the news. What about Michael Jackson? Where were you when you heard about the passing of Michael Jackson? It was the um, our second house that we lived in. I was home from work, and the TV was on, and um, it came on that there was word of it. It wasn't confirmed. I checked social media. TMZ reported it and I knew it was true because like TMZ would only like I felt like they were the most reliable source at the time. Mm -hmm. And so I was like when TMZ reported it and I was just like in shock. And I remember um, Sophie was really young and she we had just picked her up from school. It was uh, a half day for her, something like that. And I was just like, shocked i i yeah i totally remember that vividly uh for me michael jackson was laura's mom and brother were in town so my mother-in-law and brother-in-law were in town we had dinner the night before at mandalay bay she left her wallet at mandalay bay so we were getting ready to drive to mandalay bay to get her wallet back and i ran upstairs to get something from our bedroom and i remember hearing the news in our bedroom and going downstairs and then telling my mother-in-law and my brother-in-law and then driving to mandalay bay and trying to listen on the radio and hear what was going on because it was i think like it was early afternoon or it, was, it wasn't it wasn't we were, we were not on the air when it happened no, we it was weren't. in the afternoon um i i hate being the one to deliver that bad news when a celebrity passes away i i've done that several times like with my husband i'll see it first i'll be like oh and then he's like, what, what? And I'm like, oh, I don't want to be the one to say it. I'm like, check your social media. And then the same, I have a vivid memory whenever I go to Petco Field in San Diego for a Padres game. That's where I found out that Corey Monteith from Glee oh, yeah. died. I checked social media and I saw a tweet from Perez Hilton that said, it was like all caps, oh no, please say it's not true. And I'm like, what? And I'm like scrolling and then I saw it. I was like... Oh, man. So crazy. I'm going to flip the script here real quick. Uh, Where were you when the Broncos won their first Super Bowl? At Planet Hollywood in the forum shops. All right. (laughs) You were there also. (laughs) Yes, I was. (laughs) Where were you when you found out you were having your first child? That's a great question. <laughs> I don't know. Sophie, don't listen. No. Mom forgets. Well, like, what do you mean when I had the positive pregnancy yeah, test? Like, I was in that? my bathroom. <laughs> you didn't do it here in the office or, or when something. I went to the doctor to confirm it was true, I was in his office. <laughs> I wasn't That's like, okay. I don't know. know how I went with that one. <laughs> I wasn't at SeaWorld or anything when I found out. I think I'm going to take SeaWorld this. jumps out, or Shamu jumps out, you're pregnant. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is he talking to me? <laughs> All right. Hot three's up next. What do you got for us? All right. We are going to talk. Talk about um, the uh, the last the first uh, cannabis friendly hotel opens today in Las Vegas. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Why you should never mix business with pleasure, and uh, we'll tell you about uh, a British kitty who is celebrating a major birthday. You won't believe how old this cat is. It's all coming up next in the Hot Three. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1.
The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. Las Vegas is opening its first cannabis-friendly hotel today. The Lexi Hotel, right by the Strip, is a first ever for Las Vegas. Developers say the 64-room property is the only cannabis-inclusive property in town. It's going to feature guest rooms and suites with the entire fourth floor designated for those who enjoy smoking weed. Now, that floor has a new air filtration system, according to the hotel CEO, and you can book a room for $200 a night. So is there a fifth floor? I was going to say, if you're on the fifth floor, you are. (laughs) (laughs) We used to live right in, when I lived in an apartment, we lived right above uh, the smokers. They were just cigarette smokers. Our whole apartment always smelled like cigarette smoke because it would just come up from below and it was... Yeah, it was really bad. Oh, it's the, like the cigarette smoke. My apartment in D.C. was at the end of the hallway, right by the like the, the emergency uh, exit. And just the way the airflow was in the building, people would cook, and all the smells would come out of the apartments, and the, the, the airflow would just bring it all down in the end of the hallway and it would all like seep into my apartment. Ugh. So when I would get in for a Friday night or any night, I would literally tuck, uh, duct tape my door shut to put a seal around my door so the smells would not come in at night. It's how bad it got. Yeah, it's it's one thing if it's like baking cookies and it wasn't stuff cookies. that's like delicious. And, mm. But the yeah, the other things, not so much. And everything combined together. Like, yeah. ah, who's like cooking socks right now? Because it smells. Uh, but also this morning, an office romance could ruin workplace culture, lead to exclusion and sabotage. In other words, getting involved with a coworker romantically may lead to feeling like a, an outcast around the office or workplace. New research uh, found out that in in this survey, they found that um, when people feel like they're working with others that are dating or romantically involved, they feel uncomfortable. And that leaves those coworkers to feel ostracized and sabotaged by other employer, um, employees who view that relationship in a negative light. The study authors did not say how many of the participants were currently involved in a workplace romance and gender may play a role in the perceived ostracism as well. But the team does say that they're going to do some future research on this to see whether or not that that feeling of not fitting in increases or decreases after the workplace relationship ends. We had um, and you were I'm pretty you would have been here when it happened. Um, we had a. Couple, I've been here this whole time. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, you were definitely here. Um, this was uh, one of our employees was married and they got a divorce and she married someone else in the building. Was that awkward when that took place? I mean, I'm sure for them, I honestly, I didn't really know any of them very well, okay. so I didn't care. It wasn't awkward for me. I didn't really deal with them. Was it awkward for you when you and your wife worked together here? No, not at all. Mm. Do you feel like people were ostracizing you? Did you feel like people viewed it in a negative light? Mm-mm. There would be times where if she would be having an issue with a coworker, and then I had to go do an event with that coworker mm-hmm. to, you know, I'd have to put, you know, the, the husband inside me was just, you know, angry that this person did to my wife and I knew in the backstory and everything. But the professional side was like, hey, how's it going? Good to see you. And I was very professional about it. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, I heard what happened this week, but I couldn't let that take over because that would not be professional. So that was that that happened a couple of times. And when it did, that was that was the hard part of the job. I wonder how the the people involved felt like they get into an argument with your wife and then they're like, oh, now I got to go deal with her husband. You have to probably deal with the same I thing. Wonder, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, finally, this morning, a British kitty may be the oldest living cat in the world. Rosie was born on June 1st, 
1991 and just celebrated her 32nd birthday with pet mom Lila Brissett. A local cat cafe created a special salmon cake for the cat who has only been to the vet two times. This cat is 32 years old and has only been to the vet two times. Um, the woman who owns the, um, this <laughs> this little kitty um, has been in touch with Guinness about having Rosie certified as the oldest cat living to unseat Flossie, who was 26 years and 316 days old when she was certified in November of 2022. Oh, my. Could you imagine that? Would you, would, did you have a pet in 1991? No. We're still in school. Well, yeah, like a family pet. <laughs> no, no. My dad didn't allow a pet. So oh. Remember, my That's neighbor right. Ben brought us a dog, and he's maybe take it back. <laughs> we had a cat. I can imagine having that cat still to this day from 1991. It's crazy to have a cat that long. They live a long time mm-hmm. for the most part, though, don't they? What's the average lifespan of a cat? At least 15 years, right? At least. I think. I've never really had one. Like, my boyfriend had one, but it, I never really took care of it or anything. Um, but that just... Wow, 32 years old. That's a run. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like the uh, when you meet someone who's like 115, like, what's the secret? I do a shot of whiskey every day. This cat's like, never go to the vet. Yeah, two times in my <laughs> lifetime. That's it. That was the last one there? Yeah, that's it. Hey, there's tickets to see David Spade and Nikki Glazer. Those are yours next hour at 825. When you win, heads up. Never made it. Do you want to improve your current relationship? There is a intimacy hack that is going viral. It's nothing new, but a lot of people are hearing about it for the first time. Have you heard of the six second kiss? Mm-mm. What's the six second kiss? The this is gonna, and I'm always looking to improve my relationship. What is this? What is this hack? So this is it. It, it was created by the couples therapist, Dr. John Gottman. I've talked about him on the show before and some of his exercises that he says that couples should do um, ways that they communicate. Google him. He's just a genius. And I've taken college classes that refer to his his teachings and stuff. He's so smart. So this was created by. Um, Dr. John Gottman, the six second kiss, and it's meant to build this ritual of connection. So basically what he says is that we, one of the reasons why it's effective is because it's an act that you can do every single day. It builds intimacy. It doesn't involve talking. It doesn't involve problem solving. It is really just designed to have a moment of intimacy and it's all over social media right now because people are saying it's really improving their relationships. So what is it? All you have to do is kiss your other half for six seconds a day. That's it. Six seconds a day. And it's going viral because people are saying like they're schedule, they're scheduling or they're going to bed and they're like, Oh, we haven't done our six second kiss yet. And they do it and it's bringing them closer together. One lady I saw TikTok, she was talking about it and she was like, um, we, I had gotten into an argument with my husband and we were kind of being um, short with each other and we were right to, ready to go to bed. And right before that, I realized we didn't do our six second kiss this de- that day. So she said, hey, we have to do our kiss. They did it. Six seconds. That's more than a peck, but it's not like making out. And she said, and all of a sudden we just weren't mad anymore after they did that. It's yeah. So I'm, look, start of the timer right there. Timer's going because I do kiss Laura every morning. 
before she leaves the house. She leaves before me. Uh, there's six, six seconds right there. And it, we kiss every night before we go to bed. Is it six seconds? No, it's not six seconds. Probably but, just a peck, right? Yeah, it's like, love you. Have a great day. And I love you. Good night. Sleep good. Uh, but it's, it's not six seconds. That That's that's a little amount of time you got to hold it there. And that's the game changer right there then. Sometimes, they say it. sometimes it'll fix an entire bad day. And it's like... It turns out to be your favorite thing. And I'm thinking about, I think about how busy we get. And I don't know if anyone else feels this way. I think we should all do this as an assignment. All of us starting today and then report back on Monday. You do the six second kiss today, Saturday and Sunday. And then on Monday, let's, let's talk about how that helped, how it didn't do anything, whatever. But I think about my husband and I with kissing and really it's like all or nothing pretty, pretty much, mm-hmm. you know, we, uh, there'll be days like I'm trying to think we didn't even kiss yesterday. Uh, I'm not sure if we did the day before, but we just get so wrapped up in our lives and what needs to be done that we neglect that sometimes. And it makes me so sad because that used to be like a, a priority. Like we would have to kiss all the time. Um, and nothing like crazy, just like, Hey, how you doing? When I come home, we give each other a kiss or something. Does anyone else like that? Are you, are you in a situation where you think, I can't remember the last time we had a kiss, like a real kiss. Um, and, and are you willing to try this with us? We should have like five people sign up and, Say they'll do the six second kiss for the next three days, and then we'll check in with you guys on Monday. And see how it goes, and yeah. See if it helped or if it didn't do anything. Does anyone want to volunteer for this with us? Because I think we should all do it. And especially too, if your spouse doesn't know what's going on, do you tell them? Are you going to tell them like, "Hey, this is a thing," or do you just start? Like, if, I don't know if Matt's listening or not. I know Laura's not listening right now. So is it just I just when I see her, I just hold that kiss a little bit longer. So in my mind, I'm doing it for six seconds. I don't tell her why, and then see where we are on Sunday. Do I tell her, like, "Hey, we should kiss." For six seconds every day. Um, I think I think they should be in on it mm-hmm. because then it's something that you both kind of look forward to that day. Like, oh, we got to get our kiss in. Let's do it. Um, does anyone want to volunteer for this? Call in now. 702-364-9400. We can check in with you on Monday. See if it helped at all. But th- yeah, let's time it. OK, so you go up to your spouse and you're like, hey, I want to give you a kiss. Okay, JC, you make the kissing noises. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, go. Done. That was a long kiss. It is long. I do the peck. I do the peck in the morning. Bye, love you. And that's it. At night, love you. Maybe a second and a half. Never, unless we're being super intimate. I can't think of the last time we did a six-second long kiss. Yeah, that's a... That's a lot long. That felt really long. I'm looking forward to trying this. If anyone wants to do this with us, call us right now, 702-364-9400. Gottman is a genius. He really is. Someone just texted and says, we've done Gottman in the past. We'll do the six-second kissing again for sure. Um, This one says, I believe it could be a little awkward. It's long. And that's, that's the point. Be, it's more than just a that you don't think about. Mm-hmm. It's like actually getting in there and kissing. It doesn't have to be all like, blah, 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 you know, just like, mwah, mwah, you know, that I think it's kind of sweet. It's just going to bring you together each day, too, for six seconds, which might not be doing right now. And that's going to change things. So yeah, let's find out. We'll talk about you want to do it again Monday at this time. Yeah, let's, let's check in. We're, our, our kissing recap 
on Monday right at this time. And we're get, it looks like we're getting some calls. So we'll check in with some of you who are willing to sign up to do this with us and see how that goes. Again, if you want to be one of those, uh, 702-364-9400. So in about 15 minutes, there's tickets for you to see David Spade and Nikki Glazer. Plus, uh, plus, we're spinning the Oh Wow Wheel coming up next. Mercedes in the morning. Wow. 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 And now the Oh Wow Wheel. Wow. It is time to spin the Oh Wow Wheel. One of us is going to play a song that makes you say, Oh Wow. JC is bringing the wheel into the studio right now, but our guest vetoer is Christy. Good morning, Christy. Good morning. Are you ready to uh, do the vetoer? Be the vetoer? You're our guest one today. You want to give it a spin, JC? Um, we are, you get to decide whether or not this person is going to get to play their song. He's giving it a big spin here. It is slowing down. And let's see. We all have three different categories. It's, it's the last week for these categories, too. That's a long spin. Yeah, you really gave it a go on that one. And it's landed on me. All right. So here's the deal, Christy. If you decide you don't want me to play my song, give me the veto and it's going to move over to Steph. Okay. Got it. All right. Um, Steph, are you there? I'm here. Did did you get my song uh, switcheroo? I got your song switcheroo. Okay. All right. So my category this week was a song with heat or hot in the lyrics. I had a hard time with this one. I had a song, and at the last minute, I changed it. So I went with the band Asia, and the song is called Heat of the Moment. Christy, do you want to hear it or not? Uh, no, I'm going to veto this one. Big old veto! You know what? I'm cool with it, because I was just having a hard time with it. Oh, so it goes to Steph, then? So, Steph, it's up to you. What's your category, and what's your song? My category is songs with a month or season in the lyrics. I went with the generic, literal month. We always play the hook of this song, but never the full song. And it's First of the Month by Bone Thuns and Harmony. Yeah. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. That song is completely associated with this show for me. Yeah, 100%. Every, uh, well, yesterday uh, was the first of the month. It's the second of the month, but that's also Steph's song. For the Oh Wow Wheel, she had to pick a song with uh, a month um, or a season in the title. So she actually went for the word month, and there you go, both (laughs) thugs and harmony. Uh, I got the veto. JC, you were not involved today, but tell us what your category was and what song you chose. Yeah, mine was a song that hypes you up or a song that pumps you up. I love this song, and it's it's, it's a slow build, but once it kicks in, oh my gosh, it it just takes over. And and we lost a legend last week. I went with Tina Turner, the best. That's a good hype up song. I love that That's one. That's a great song. Awesome. Oh, so many good ones today, man. I know. <laughs> hey, we've got those tickets for you to see David Spade and Nikki Glazer coming up here in just about three minutes. It's Mix 94.1. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. All right, let's get our contestant. It is Chris. Good morning, Chris. You're in for Heads Up. Woo! Hi, good morning, everybody. Hey, we are so glad to talk to you. We want to get you these tickets to see David Spade and Nikki Glazer over at the Venetian. Now, your category today will be nail polish. National Nail Polish Day was on Wednesday, and these are all things you would find on your hand, okay? Okay. Things you'd find on your hand. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? I'm going to go with Mercedes for nail polish. All right. All right. I'm wearing it now. <laughs> All right, Chris, 60 seconds on the clock. It gets six correct, and you win, and you start now. You put this on um, your finger when you get married? Wedding ring. Yes. Uh, this is when you look not at the top of your hand, but on the other side. Um, and sometimes, oh. Yes, wow. Um, when your hands get cold, you might put these on. Gloves. Yes. This is, I'm, I'm pointing at you with this. Uh, pointer finger, index finger. Finger, yes. Um, these, you can kind of see them in your hands sometimes. They're like blue under the skin. Uh, bang. Yes. Um, you might get one of these instead of a ring. You use ink to put it on. Uh, uh tattoo. Yes! yes! Nice! Wow! <laughs> Chris, you are awesome. Congratulations! Thank you so much. You're awesome. Thank you for the great clue. Yeah, you guys are a fantastic team. And Chris, you're all set with tickets to go see David Spade and Nikki Glazer. They'll be here at the end of the month, June 30th at the Venetian Theater. Uh, so congratulations on that. And then coming up here, 9 a.m., we got our Friday Rewind. What song do you want to hear? Our number, 702-364-9400. If I want to believe this, because it seems like it would be a pretty cool thing to own. Do you have something that you purchased that if you could give anyone a warning not to purchase it, you would like you learn the hard way by buying something. And now you're like, trust me, don't ever buy a what? 702-364-9400. What do you want to warn people never to buy? We have some friends and they own a boat. 
And they take it out to the lake all the time. Uh And I think they even go down to Lake Havasu with it. And like they they are always boating. And uh, we made a comment once about like, wow, that just must be the coolest thing. You're built in entertainment. And he the husband goes, uh, no, he goes, I hate the boat. I'm like, (laughs) you hate the boat. Then why do you guys always go boating? And he's like, because we have it. And I, I, I was just confused. He's like. Trust me, don't ever buy a boat. Don't ever do it. And we weren't thinking about it, but it just seems like a cool thing to own. And he's like, between the upkeep of it and the gas and docking it and storage and blah, blah. He's like, never buy a boat. Meanwhile, they're going boating this weekend. But is there something you would like to warn people not to purchase? And do you have a boat? And would you encourage other people to buy one? Or is this just him who's being like just complaining about it? Well, there's a lot that goes into a boat. So it, it, does he have it at, actually out at the lake or is it at his house? And he's got to trailer it down and launch it every time he wants to go boating. Because that is a process. He has it at his house. Yeah. Okay. So that, that, yeah. that's a process. I think it is different if you have a slip down there at the marina that is pricey. But if you have the slip and the boat is just waiting for you, that does alleviate some of the problem. But driving the boat down, getting it in there, then taking it out. You got to clean the bottom of the boat. Growing up. Wait, we, you have to clean the bottom of the boat? It mm-hmm. just doesn't get cleaned by being in the water? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> when you pull that thing out, you got to wipe it down, hose it down. You got to clean the bottom of the boat. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a process. Is that why like barnacles get on there? Yes, because they're not cleaning their boats. Do they get barnacles from being on the boat on the boat in Lake Mead? I don't know what they get. They still clean them out there in Lake Mead, though. Because I went out with a, a buddy of mine who had a real. We borrowed his uncle boat, and it was a fast speed boat, and we got done. I'm like, that was so much fun. He's like, well, now we got to clean it. I'm like, ah. Gotta go. So I wonder if that's, yeah, the same thing with all that goes into it. If your buddy would be like, I never buy a boat. This is why they borrow the uncle's boat. Uncle's they don't have boat. to deal with it. Yeah, but growing up, we had a pontoon boat, and that was on, we kept it on the Delaware River, and it was a ratty old boat, Mercedes. What's but a pontoon boat? It's um, It sits on two pontoons. Um, it's What's like a, a pontoon? Like a, like a flotation device like a pontoon uh, I'm the, sorry the I do not know about boats so imagine like imagine like a, a canoe that's sealed off that's what a pontoon like two pontoons a, ca- a canoe that's sealed off so it's like a boat on two canoes? Yes, like a boat floating on these two pontoons. You know what? I'll just Google it. <laughs> yeah, just Google image pontoon boat. So we had one growing up, and we kept it on the river. So we didn't have to worry about taking it out, taking it down, cleaning it. Plus, it was ratty, so we didn't care if anything happened to it. And it was endless amount of fun. But there was also people that had speed boats and other types of boats, and I would see them go through that whole thing of taking it out, cleaning it, and having it be an issue. Yeah, that's a lot that goes into it. A pontoon boat looks like a big bathtub. Like a giant bathtub. Am I looking at the right thing? This is they're so cute. They look like giant hot tubs or something like that. They're fun. <laughs> ours ours was a double decker, so you can climb up top Whoa. and have like a, you can sit up top and Oh, I uh, see a double decker one. Yeah. Wow. You jump off the top into the Delaware River. It was so much fun, but it was again ratty and zero maintenance on the thing. Okay, so maybe that's not the because I have another friend and he has a boat. He loves the thing. They're on it all the time. He never complains about it. But I don't know. What's the what's the thing that you would like to tell people right now not to spend their money on? It's more hassle than it is worth it. Or maybe you used it for two times <laughs> um, and never used it again. JC, would you encourage people to buy an air fryer? Not at all. <laughs> I just remember you're like, I'm so going to use this every day. It's, I'm going to find recipes. And I was like, no, you're not. You were so right. It was uh, for being five years at Channel 8. They give you a catalog and you have to pick something from the catalog. And there's so many other cool things in the catalog. And Laura's like, look, I showed her the catalog. She's like, you can get an air fryer. I'm like, absolutely. So my five-year gift from Channel 8, I gave it to a friend I don't even use. <laughs>
<laughs> I love it. You're so on point when I got but, it. But there was there was intent to use it. I'll give you that. You, yeah, you, you called said, it though. You called it the day, the day I said I'm getting one. We just got this text. It says, "My dad always said the best day was when we got a boat. The second best day was when we sold the boat." <laughs> <laughs> Hot three is coming up next. What do you have for us? All right, we are going to talk about how the L.A. Rams defensive coordinator saved a child here in Las Vegas. We'll tell you what happened. Also, Zillow reveals the hidden costs of owning a home. There's more than just the mortgage, and we're going to talk about where it is the cheapest to uh, upkeep your home. And a, a blind athlete and a dog help find an elderly woman who was lost. How did it happen? We're going to tell you coming up next in the Hot 3. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. Well, this is a cool story. Los Angeles Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris, he helped in saving a drowning child last weekend here in Las Vegas. It happened at the Encore Resort, and he noticed that there was an emergency. He saw a frantic father pull his son from the water and carry him to a lifeguard. The lifeguard started CPR, and then he ran to find um, an AED, uh, an automatic external defibrillator. Um, He said, I saw people calling 911, so my first question was, where's the AED? And when he returned, a doctor had joined the scene and took over compressions while he prepared the AED. Fortunately, the boy recovered thanks to the coordinated response and, and Morris says he's grateful he was able to help in any way. He actually credits his first aid training with the Rams for his part in the boys' rescue. He said, I'm just thankful. I knew what to do. You never know when you're going to need that stuff. And also, too, the, the lifeguard that was there that jumped in right away, that doctor that was there, everyone taking swift action to save that kid's life. It's a it's a great story. That could have been just an awful story. Yeah, it's so good to, that it had a great ending. Mm-hmm. Also, this morning, the expense of owning a home, it's higher than ever, according to Zillow. And they find that the affordability by is the number one challenge for first-time home buyers. So knowing exactly what the cost will be, including the less obvious expenses, is really crucial. They found that um, homeowners can expect to pay around $14,155 a year in hidden costs that relate to owning a home. So that includes utility bills, property taxes, insurance, home maintenance, and that uh, that comes out to about an additional $1,180 a month. Now, the lowest costs in the country are actually here in Las Vegas. $9,886 is the average that people pay to upkeep their homes. Um, unsurprisingly, San Francisco is where it's most expensive. $22,000. They say in the San Francisco metro area, that's what the expenses are. Not $2,200, $22,000. Oh. That's insanity. Um yeah, I, it would make me like really think, do I need a home that bad yeah. in this area? That's crazy. I remember uh, the first house we bought here in Las Vegas and so excited we moved in and there was an issue with the carpet and I called her a realtor. I'm like, hey, this is happening with the carpet. She's like, I and here's a number yeah. two a new carpet place you're the homeowner i'm like yeah. oh i can't call a manager oh. Oh. Uh, finally this morning a blind paralympian and her amazing guide dog heroically tracked down a missing elderly woman in the wilderness her name is jessica tuomela and 
she happens to be a gold medalist in swimming. She was asked by a neighbor recently to help find her relative who suffers from memory loss. Since it's near a trail, uh, a trail near Vancouver Island that she goes running on frequently. And since her dog Lucy is trained in search and rescue, they hit the forest with a scent kit. The two ran about two miles in when Lucy pulled to Omela to a patch where she first heard the lost woman's voice. Tomello revealed that within seconds, her backup handler caught up and confirmed that this is who they were looking for. The athlete and her dog returned the woman home safe and sound. That's a miracle. Isn't that incredible? The the blind athlete and the dog found yeah. her. That's incredible. We've got the Friday Rewind, which starts here in five minutes. What song do you want to hear? 702-364-9400. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It is now time for the Friday Rewind Quiz. This is when we take it back to years past and pick a song from that year. Listen to it backwards and see if we can figure out what it is. What year are we doing today? 1999. Ooh, okay. Again, this is in my sweet spot. I'm very excited. I've liked the last few weeks. All right, what you got? I'll paint the picture real fast. The big movie this weekend in 1999 was Austin Powers' The Spy Who Shagged Me. And as far as TV, Unsolved Mysteries was coming to an end. So here's a song. I'll play it in reverse. You just tell me what it is. Here we we go. Yes, this song. Awesome. in 1999. I still remember that performance. Was it at the Grammys or American Music Awards when he came out for the first time? Everyone's like, who is this man? Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, and and, and, and um, Ricky Martin will be here with Enrique Iglesias and Pitbull, the trilogy tour. They'll be here in November, T-Mobile Arena. We'll have your tickets all next week, but right now, here it is. It's Ricky Martin, Living La Vida Loca on Mix 94.1. She's into superstitions, black cats and This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.